Welcome to Inspiring Wholeness, presented by Advent Health, in partnership with the Orlando Business Journal, featuring people who make Central Florida a better place to work, live, and play. In this episode, we'll feature Advent Health's NASCAR partnership and the common themes between racing and healthcare. Joining us, Audrey Gregory, Advent Health East Florida Division Executive Vice President and CEO seven-time NASCAR Cup champion and Hall of Famer Jimmy Johnson, and Eric Jones, driving the number 43 Advent Health Toyota for Legacy Motor Club. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Audrey, Advent Health has partnered in NASCAR for years now. Can you explain how this partnership works? Oh, wow. Great question. Advent Health has been a partner in the sport since 2015. We have more than 50 hospitals in nine states, and in almost all of those, there's a racetrack within driving distance for fans. Our two care centers and nine first aid stations at the Daytona International Speedway treats all the drivers, the pit crew, NASCAR officials, and fans alike free of charge. In addition to the Daytona International Speedway, Advent Health also has partnership with Legacy Motor Club, Kansas Speedway, the Chicago Street Race, and the naming rights to the Advent Health 400 and Speed Weeks presented by Advent Health. Yeah, and Audrey, these partnerships go beyond racing. There's also a focus on spiritual wellness and building the community, right? That is correct. NASCAR is the only professional sport to nationally televise the invocation before the competition starts. Advent Health chaplains deliver the prayer prior to key races. And so this provides Advent Health the opportunity to extend our healing ministry mission to millions of fans that tune in to watch the races each week. And this includes the Super Bowl of races, which is the Daytona 500. When there aren't races at the Daytona International Speedway, Advent Health uses the facility for community wellness programs, including the fact that we provide free sports physicals to student athletes within Volusia County Schools. Now, Advent Health recently announced their new partnership with NASCAR Cup Series team Legacy Motor Club. Can you talk about the significance of this new partnership? You are absolutely correct, and this is exciting. In December, we announced our new race team alignment with Legacy Motor Club, and that begins this year. When we started our relationship and our partnership with Daytona International Speedway back in 2015, we recognized really quickly that we need a team and a driver to align with to be able to amplify our message of wholeness and healthy living. And while the Daytona International Speedway partnership has made a significant impact both locally and across the organization, the NASCAR events at Speedway are limited. So partnering with a team and driver allows us the ongoing opportunity to be able to engage with NASCAR fans in a meaningful way every week. And personally, I cannot think of a better team to do that with than with Legacy Motor Club, owned by the legend Jimmy Johnson with driver Eric Jones. This is a really exciting time for us. Yeah, no question it sure is. Advent Health has joined forces with Legacy Motor Club driver Eric Jones, who will open this season at the Daytona 500, driving the iconic number 43 Advent Health Toyota and club co-owner and racing legend champion Jimmy Johnson joining us. Jimmy, I want to start with you. Welcome. And you're a seven-time NASCAR champion. Talk about how you became involved with Legacy and what you hope to accomplish here. It's an exciting time, and we're very 
happy and uh, honored to represent Advent Health first and foremost. We're very excited for this 2024 season. It's a big year for us. A lot of growth is taking place within our walls of our organization. We're very ambitious and hope to be racing at the front of the field all season long and really build the consistency at the front of the field. And then, of course, make the playoffs. And over time, we really aspire to be a championship caliber team year after year. So we're excited to hit the track. Cannot wait for Daytona to get here. And uh, really looking forward to this relationship. Yeah, Legacy Motor Club and Advent Health focus on wellness and community engagement as well. How do you integrate those values into your racing career and your personal life? It's interesting. I mean, as time goes on, I have realized, and I think our sport has matured in a way that we all recognize the long grind of the season. And Eric's going to race for the full championship, which is 38 events. And the balance that you need physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, everybody thinks about physical exercise, but also the rest side, just the holistic approach that is really required and needed to extract the most out of Eric as a driver, our mechanics as they work on the car, our over the wall team as they're changing the tires. It really is a holistic approach in order to find that last few percent. And that's really where we race at this level. Hey, Jimmy, do you see this partnership between Legacy and Advent Health being a way to encourage your team and your families to prioritize their health as well? Oh, without a question. I think that's the balance we're all striving for and to have such a great relationship with Advent Health. It's going to help reprioritize that, help continue to draw more attention to it. In addition to the great services that Advent Health provides that will be readily available for our our team members and then also their families. Now, Eric, in just a few days, you'll be behind the wheel at the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Uh, You've grown up racing starting at the age of seven. Uh, The sport requires some intense preparation and planning. Can you explain what goes into getting ready every race day? Well, I think it probably stems farther out from even the Sunday when we go racing. I would say it starts earlier in the week, around Wednesday, Thursday, depending on how hot the race is going to be, mainly with hydration and rest as well, really being well rested for Sunday. I've always thought it's been important, but that and then nutrition too and what goes into it. I think what you eat, especially on Saturday and and leading into the race on Sunday is really big, but, you know, always been huge myself on hydration, you know, starting on Thursday and really trying to plan ahead. And by the time you get to Sunday, you know, you don't want to wake up Sunday morning and think, okay, I need to I need to pound down 10 waters because I'm dehydrated right now and not ready to go. You want to be able to wake up Sunday morning and feel rested and only have a uh, few waters in the morning leading into the race to uh, to kind of maintain where you are. So yeah, leading into it, I would say is always important. You know, Daytona kicks off the season, but I know you've probably been in training all off season, at least for us fans, it's been the off season, but I know for you, you've been probably training year round. What all goes into your training to make sure you're at your best when we kick off the season? Yeah, for me, it's, you know, I learn more and more about it as we go every day. You know, I've always tried to stay active and stay outside and been working on getting into a regular routine with working out. It's always so, you know, staying active and staying in the heat has always just been the biggest thing, you know, staying conditioned. The heat conditioning is probably the biggest thing for us, you know, being in the car for three to four hours when it's, you know, a hundred plus degrees in the interior is, uh, is, is hard on the body. So being fit for that and ready to go through the week. And then obviously on the race weekend, you're always staying prepared and ready for it. As you mentioned, Eric, three, four hours in the car, that's not including potential delays. Maybe you get out, maybe you don't. How do you maintain the focus and the composure 
in what is obviously a very high-stress situation when you're out on the track? Yeah, it's not always easy. You know, you're, <laughs> uh, there's times where you're frustrated. And I think a lot of it is probably having, uh, you know, having a good support team around you, right? With the 43 car, I've worked with the same you know, crew chief and spotter for the last three years now, spotter longer than that, uh, really my whole uh, cup career. So, you know, having those guys just in your ear and, and keeping you uh, keeping you on track, keeping you focused is probably, for me, the most important thing. But it's sometimes it's hard to reset, right? When something goes wrong, whether it's a bad pit stop or maybe something your fellow competitors done on the racetrack that, uh, that annoys you. You know, snapping back into it and, and getting back focused is challenging. But mainly, those guys around me are the biggest ones. Yeah, definitely a team sport. I mean, probably the ultimate team sport. You know, two things come to mind when you think of both healthcare and auto racing, and that's the importance of having that team working together as a well-oiled machine, the importance of those split-second decisions you make on the track, they make in the pits. Can you talk about how precision and strategy, which are both crucial in racing, are also key in healthcare operations and treatment plans. I'm going to ask the question for the racing piece first for you, Eric, and then we'll ask Audrey to actually compare that in the healthcare industry. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an entire support team, right? And we think of sometimes you just think of the guys that go to the racetrack and work on the car, but it, it stems deeper than that. You know, there's guys at the shop that are putting in the hours during the week, working on the cars. It goes all the way to guys, you know, we have parts washers, right? And they're just cleaning every part and piece that comes off the car and needs to go back on. So from top to bottom, there's a huge support staff that is making everything work on Sunday afternoons for us. And, you know, for me, you have to have the utmost trust in them. You're hopping in the car on Sunday afternoon and you're wanting to, you know, push as hard as you can. Your whole trust is in those guys. Parts and pieces are put together to you know, the best of their ability and, and you're going to be safe and ready to go. And, and if anything, you know, happens during a race, it's going to keep you safe. So, you know, there's a lot of trust there. And at the end of the day, racing is people, you know, we get in and I get the really fun job. I get to hop in on Sundays and go out and, and run around with these guys. But, you know, the guys during the week and, and during the weekends are the ones that are really putting in, uh, putting in the hours and the hard work. You know, Audrey, I think what's interesting here is the parallels between sports and business, particularly healthcare. I mean, you look at a NASCAR team and you look at what Advent Health team does. There are a lot of comparisons and a lot of similarity here, isn't there? Absolutely. I would love to start where Eric ended with trust. And so within healthcare, when you think about the healthcare entire support team, it's it's truly built on trust and great communication. So as I was listening to Eric talk about all the fundamentals with Race Week, I think a lot about an OR team and how an operating room team needs that level of trust, but also precision, whether from turning a room over, cleaning a room, making sure instruments are set up, precise instruments. And so there are some, so many parallels. And really, also, when you think about healthcare, the outcomes, right? Kind of like NASCAR, you've got to be really serious about what you do because bad outcomes can happen if we're not exact. And it's the same science with healthcare. It's really making sure that there is precision. And it, there's so many similarities that I've not really thought about. But even as I think about a pit crew and how they communicate well and how they work 
precisely together. It's similar to how one would handle a trauma crew or a crew that comes in to take care of a patient who has a heart attack. And so the similarities are amazing. I think, you know, Eric, Jimmy and I are probably going to have to do something together because it is so similar, healthcare and auto racing. It's interesting, you know, Jimmy, the communication piece here, you know, you're behind the wheel and now you're not. I mean, you'll be behind the wheel a few times this year, but talk about that communication piece and maybe, you know, the difference between being behind the wheel and then being, you know, a team owner and, you know, kind of overarching this thing now and how vital that is in racing and healthcare. I know, you know, you want to make sure everybody's on the same page here, obviously, with constantly changing conditions during a race, right? Yeah, communication is everything. I mean, and I think that's a parallel that exists in any business to any sport. Um, You're only as good as your people. You're only as good as the communication. I think transparency and honesty are two very important factors in that communication. We've talked about this recently at a big offsite that we had for our company kicking off the season. You can respectfully disagree, but being able to communicate your opinions into why will only advance the team and help you be better and stronger. As a driver, I spent so many years being the computer for my team, essentially. All the sensations that I felt, I needed to articulate that to my crew chief and our engineers. They do their thing, put new parts and pieces on the car, and then hopefully we're faster and better. So there's there's so many examples of how communication moves sports forward. I'm sure it's the same way in healthcare and many businesses far and wide. Yeah. And Eric, you know, for you, I'm sure this is baked into your DNA. You've been doing this for a while. But, you know, the stress here, the being out there and being nervous, do you still feel that? Talk about how that plays in here when you're out there. I mean, there's so much preparation that goes into it. Eric, how do you manage the nerves and all that? I feel like it's a bit different every week, to be honest. You know, it seems like some weeks you go out and, you know, maybe you're struggling in practice and you go into the race and you're you're not feeling quite the same nerves or pressure on that day. But the days when you unload on practice and and you got a lot of speed and you qualify well and you know that your car is capable of running really well that's you know that's when the nerves kick in you you want to go out and run well for for me not only myself but for my guys you know as we talked about the team members that really put in all this effort you know you want to go out and do well for them you want to make them proud and show that the effort they put in was all worth it but yeah the stress is it never goes away and it stays even during the week during race season but you have to find a way to manage and break away. And, you know, there's opportunities in life to do more than, than just harp on racing, you know, 24 seven. And so finding what that is and, and what, um, you know, gives you release and a break from it at times, I think is where probably I find my peace during the weekends and during the races when it is a high stress situation. Yeah. The teamwork piece too is obviously fundamental not only in NASCAR, but in, you know, the work at Advent Health. How do you think the dynamics of a pit crew compare, Audrey, with, you know, the collaboration of healthcare professionals in what is also a very high-pressure, high-stress environment? I absolutely love that question because I actually a few years ago, brought in a pit crew to talk to nurses because the precision work and the teamwork is so similar. It is so critical. And as Jimmy mentioned earlier about communication, it's not just being able to talk, but being able to articulate clearly. So it's things like repeating back what you hear to ensure that you've heard it clearly. It also means speaking in very 
clear language, right? And so one of the things with healthcare, which I'm sure is similar in NASCAR, is having common language. So everyone on the team understands what it is that we're saying and what it is that we mean by what we say. And then the teamwork part is more than just being buddies with. It's actually about making sure, you know, Advent Health has a focus on providing whole person care. So it's really ensuring as a team that everyone, regardless of role, are driving towards the same mission, and that is ensuring that our patients get to see Jesus through us. It is absolutely amazing work, and teamwork allows for the best of us. The thing about teamwork is that each person brings to the table their strengths, and you're able to put all that strength together and get this amazing outcome. And I'm sure it is the same in NASCAR. No question. Now, Jimmy, this year you'll be back behind the wheel for three races, driving the number 84 Advent Health Toyota. Can you talk about how you prioritize and maintain your fitness, transitioning from a full-time driver to, you know, team owner, part-time driver? I mean, it's not like you can just kick back, right? I mean, you got to stay in shape. I do, and, and honestly, I just enjoy staying fit. I have a very active lifestyle. It doesn't matter if it's summer or winter, not only myself, but my wife and my children, we're just very active people. We love the outdoors. The weather is wet, if you will, because we, we love the snow and we love the sun. So if it's a muddy day, I love to be in the gym as well. So, you know, that, that piece for me and being fit, it's brought a lot of mental clarity to me. It's brought a lot of structure during my day, my week, my month, my year. I love accountability. And I also love to have goals. And through my life, I've always set some kind of fitness goal. If it's been running a 5K or I was into triathlon for a while, whatever it might be, I love something to be motivated for. So just the way my brain works and the way the way I operate, it's just been a been a lifestyle change for me. And when I look back through the photos of my younger days, it wasn't always a lifestyle. And there was a lot more of me here to look at. But I have now found a way to um, live this active lifestyle. And then, of course, one instill that in my kids my friends that I'm around, our team and our people. Um, so it's it's just part of the journey. You mentioned those younger days. What's it like for you now, you know, to look at Eric and, you know, you remember obviously when you were in his shoes, what's it like for you to reflect back on what has been an amazing career and will continue to be as you transition into this next stage? Reflecting back has kind of been the motto here recently. I just went into the NASCAR Hall of Fame and had a great chance to remember all those moments, share that moment with my family, friends, people that were on that journey. And how old were you when I first met you? In your teens somewhere. Uh, probably uh, 14. 15, 14. Yeah. And so now, and then we were fierce competitors on track against one another. Now I'm a team owner. Eric's our driver. It's fun to reflect back to where we once were and to now be in a place to really be a great friend, mentor, lead, and try to help him create his legacy here at Legacy Motor Club. You know, NASCAR, probably more than any sport, the sponsors are front and center. They're all over the car. They're all over everything. Talk about this partnership with Advent Health. This one, I think, is special because it goes beyond the track. Right, Jimmy? Yeah, our sport is so unique in that way. I think there are many facets of it that are unique. And one of those is just how like-minded companies or people seem to congregate and find their way together. From personal relationships to corporate relationships, it's just really neat to see as we have put together our vision and our mission as a company and who we want to be and who we want to be associated with. And then this wonderful partnership coming about. So we're in our very early days as a team and certainly take this opportunity 
seriously and are so thankful that Advent Health feels that one, we're a company that is like-minded, and then two, that we can represent the company, and then three, we all want to win races and that we have that competitive fire and desire to go out and get the job done. That's great. Well, we're looking forward to the season ahead here, and I want to close by asking both of you and Audrey, let's start with you, Jimmy. What inspires you to feel whole? I don't know if I can identify it, but I know the days where I'm not feeling whole, and more times than not, I choose to chase that. If it's something physically, mentally, deeper connection with a friend, my wife, my kids, whatever that is, um, I think age might have something to do with it, and I'm it's crossing my mind more and more, but you know, there's just some feeling that I kind of base that off of. How about you, Eric? What inspires you to feel whole? Yeah, I think it's just personal growth for me. I look at um, my life and where I've been and, you know, everything was very, it was just all about racing for a lot of years and it, it still is in some ways, right? That's priority and high up on the, uh, on the list of things. But as I've gotten older and you go to, you know, this 38 week schedule and 40 weeks, is a real grind and there there has to become separation and wholeness from that you know to make it through day-to-day life and really feel better about everything that's going on in yourself so i think it's just um you know it's been a journey for me in a more recent journey over the last few years of trying to become more whole and more rounded and have you know a life that uh is on both sides of the competition but also away from it and and working on wholeness as well and audrey what inspires you to feel whole I love that question. And I love that question because it is the foundation for Advent Health. And so, you know, I'm always moving so fast, but it forces you to reflect. And for me, I'm a mom and a wife. So wholeness is really about family. But it's also about that spiritual growth and that personal growth. And I think Jimmy said it earlier. I think the older you get, the wiser you get and the more self-reflective you become. But I just absolutely love people. And so watching people grow, being able to pour into my kids, being able to pour into other people, being able to pour into young people, those are the things that get my engine going. And I think the biggest thing also for me that I work on, because it's always a struggle, it's finding that balance, making sure, to Eric's point, that we're fully rounded out and it's not all about work. It's all about family, but it's also making sure that you're giving back and having that spiritual fortitude in order to do that. Great way to wrap this up. Audrey, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And gentlemen, Jimmy, Eric, best of luck to you on the season ahead. And we appreciate you joining us as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Advent Health has provided whole person care for 115 years. Today, our services, including cancer, cardiac, neurosurgery, orthopedics, and a dedicated women's and children's hospital are rated among the nation's best. Learn more at feelhealthyfeelwhole.com. And be sure to subscribe to Inspiring Wholeness on your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for any professional advice or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The views expressed by our guests are their own. Their participation in this podcast does not imply an endorsement by them or any entity they represent.